there has been an increase in the interest regarding diversity, equity, inclusion, and now belonging, which is referred to as DEIB. It's great to know that as a whole, as organizations, as people, we've evolved to looking at ways in which we can include people, that we can hear people, see them, and take seriously their individuality without trying to smother them out in a way that makes them all look sound and act in a way that mimics our own self. And so that's something to be applauded at this time. Within the world of human resources, we are tasked with being inclusive across the organization, um, ensuring that there's equitable treatment, ensuring protection and safety. But I feel as though there are times when we fail to fully understand what some areas are, what they mean, and how they relate to the body of human resources, how they relate to the organization, and how we are able to utilize the actual base point to influence the organization, how it works, what drives it, what drives the people, and how we can then step back and allow our work to begin to blossom in a way that is productive. I'd like to take a moment to help those who are new to the world of diversity, equity, and inclusion, especially the belonging piece, just to help us understand what they are and what they mean. Because sometimes we hear it and we think, oh, it's just religion or, oh, it's just gender. And it's not. It's so much broader and we can't make differences. We can't make changes. We can't make ways forward if we don't understand what these areas are, how we influence them and how they influence us. So right now, many people feel that they are very well knowledgeable on diversity. And it involves various backgrounds, perspectives. And it's not just the background or perspective that you placed on your resume. It could be where you lived or what you've been exposed to, what you want to do. Diversity is not something that you can box. And so we look at the fact that it includes members of all races and genders and socioeconomic status, sexual orientation, religion, um, ethnicity, and national origins or mental and physical abilities or other aspects that we may not have really taken the deep dive to really thinking or seeing when we talk about this area. But we need to understand that this is where the beginning thoughts, you know, happens. This is where we open our minds to understanding that our organization needs to focus first here on diversity, understanding what is diverse, why it's diverse, and how to protect it. Equity is something that most people look at as a top-down decision to 
ensure that every employee has access to the same opportunities. Um, organizations that value equity recognize that not everyone starts at the same level, and some people may be privy to more opportunities than others. But here is an opportunity to address the imbalances. Um, organizations may uh, consider an unconscious bias or prejudice that may unfairly uh, place others in a disadvantage or at a disadvantage. These are opportunities for organizations to grow their mindset and to introduce training to all leaders, not just frontline leaders, not just recruiters, but all leaders and all employees. Because when you recognize an opportunity to introduce equity, you're now responsible for doing something about it. When we take a look at inclusion, some people interchangeably use it with diversity. But diversity is being asked to the party. Inclusion is being asked to the dance. Inclusion is about making sure that all members of an organization are included and that they are valued in the functionality of the business. It's just like it sounds. You are being included. Someone is asking you to dance. They are including you in an activity. They're including you. They're asking you to join them. They're not just asking you to come to the party and stand at the wall or near the punch bowl or to just see everyone else interact. They're asking you to be a part of something. They're asking to do something with you. That's a defining area in which we must pay close attention. When we take a look at belonging, Many people are, of course, familiar with DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. But the new piece here is belonging. And a lot of individuals who are in this sector are beginning to introduce this concept to their leadership staff. And I would suggest that not only the leadership be privy to the belonging piece, Belonging is similar to inclusion, but it is not the same. Belonging places an emphasis on making sure that you didn't just include someone in a business function, but that you welcomed them and that they felt as though they were like everyone else, but their uniqueness is valued. That is one of the most difficult tasks that we have before us. Because yes, we included you. We danced with you at the party, but we didn't make the dance awkward. So you felt as though you were part of the process, that this was a place for you, that you could grow, that you could thrive, that you felt safe, that you could blossom. This is somewhere you belong. And that's where 
we begin to make waves, that we begin to change the toxic behaviors or ideals that prevent individuals within organizations from moving forward. These areas are important to understand for several departments, but I would say for our employee relations department, it is essential because that is one area in which treatment is always under scrutiny. But the other area, which should be a high target area, is the talent acquisition or recruitment area. Because if you don't understand diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging at the recruitment level, you will never be able to fully realize the dream of changing the way in which your organization thinks and works for the betterment of all employees. Because it starts with the folks that are bringing in new talent. It's how they engage them. It's where they find them. It's how they select them. It is how they introduce them to managers. It is how those managers choose to interview them what they look for, what they understand, and where they set the bar. If you fail at the line of talent, you fail the organization. Employees want to work at companies that have a strategy. Years past, these areas were only important to those who were heavily impacted. But now the shift is here where we see that this is something that every employee experiences a concern. That is up more so this year and last year because of COVID-19 where people really started to look at their own values. They started to look at who they were they started to look at who their companies are and they started to demand more social justice, economic justice, etc. And so we cannot afford, not just financially, but morally, to leave behind diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging now. By introducing initiatives within the organization, retention will improve. It will improve because turnover will move down because the belonging, the value, the inclusion, the being asked, the equity, the bringing up, the diversity, the showing and learning and listening of minds will impact the organization in a positive way. I will not tell you that this is easy. I will not tell you that you won't have people who are reluctant. I will not tell you that it will happen overnight, but I will say that over the years, it has been ignored. Many people have been placed into DEIB um, roles and in them being placed in those roles, they were just sitting there. It was just like, look at this, type this, put this in a manual, sit it on the shelf. Now people want to see it in action. And if we don't place these items into action, we will find that retention will be a problem 
and it will not just be an internal problem. People will know more externally and it will impact the ability to attract the necessary talent to forge a new future for the organization itself. If you have interest in building a strategy, speak with your HR leaders. Ask them about their strategy. If they don't have one, ask them to build a strategy. Seek out a professional in this area and look at your organization for what it is, not what you want it to be initially, what it is so that you have a clear and defined understanding of what you face. And then look at what you want it to be. If there's an organization out there that has the plan in place that is thriving, look at that and see what it took to get there. Build your own roadmap that you can see what that future can look like. And then get to work. You've been listening to HR with Sharon Blackman. Of course, I am Sharon Blackman. I thank you for listening and I look forward to your comments.